Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is September 23rd, 2019. So the purpose of this weekly webinar is to introduce the work of Triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of Triangles and also to create a platform for those people who are already members of Triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of a line of lighted loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together in a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. This triangle is then placed within the planetary network of triangles, and as the great invocation is sounded, in order to release and circulate spiritual energies, that energy is then able to be contacted by all open hearts and minds who can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day, and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So today, after the meditation, we have a guest, Ginny Ross. She's been a student and teacher of the Ageless Wisdom for over four decades, and she works as an intuitive astrologer, counselor, and provides a spiritual mentoring program for fellow seekers on the path. Ginny began her esoteric studies in 1974 and has participated and trained with various schools and teachers in both astrology, alternative healing, and masonry. Ginny lives in Maui, in Hawaii, and shares her perspectives on all things spiritual in her blog, GinnyRoss.com. So we look forward to hearing from you later, Ginny. And so now, as we always do, let's begin with um, a brief visualization followed by a sounding of the mantra. So on this day of the equinox, when there's a perfect balance in the planet between light and dark, let's link together with the network of light surrounding the planet, the planetary etheric body. Visualize the network as a star composed of the five planetary centers. 
in the center of that star. Visualize the group of world servers as a sphere of radiating lighted energy. See those energies radiating forth from the central sphere through the five points of the planetary star. London. Darjeeling. New York. Geneva, Tokyo. Visualize the energies enlivening small groups and gatherings everywhere aiding them to focus and direct the sacred energies of this day into the consciousness of all humanity. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work, and turn the darkness into day. It's helpful when we're working at one of these sacred times of the year and having the opportunity to link up with the UN Climate Action Summit that's going on today at the United Nations when many eyes in the planet are directed towards this uh, need for us to do what we can to protect our beautiful planet it's helpful to remember as triangles workers that this is what we strive to do every day when we link up with the planetary network. We're not actively necessarily actively working in um, physical means of 
cleaning up our planet, but we are working with the subtle forms of energy, the planetary etheric body, which is actually more real than the physical body of our planet. We're working with the emotional and the mental aspects of our planetary life to bring through the higher energies, uh, linking humanity with the higher kingdoms in nature, and then standing as the mediator or distributor of those energies to the three lower kingdoms. So we really are um, spiritual environmental activists um, dedicated for many years to this service. So it's helpful to remember that our work is really supplementing and standing behind what's going on on the physical plane. So I just wanted to highlight and so, so that we can support the work that is going on at the UN the Secretary General Antonio Guterres is calling on all leaders to come to New York on September 23rd today with concrete realistic plans to enhance their nationally determined contributions by 2020. So he's really keeping this practical and uh, these are the key proposals that he's set forward. We'll just run through them quickly. Finance, he wants to mobilize public and private sources of finance to drive decarbonization of all priority sectors and advance resilience. Energy transition, moving away from fossil fuels and towards renewable energy. Industry transition, transforming industries such as oil, gas, steel, cement, chemicals, and information technology. He wants to focus on nature-based solutions, rethinking and reducing emissions, increasing sink capacity, enhancing resilience within and across forestry, agriculture, oceans, and food systems. Focusing on cities and local action, advancing mitigation and resilience at urban and local levels, with a focus on new commitments on low emission buildings, mass transport, and urban infrastructures. And he wants to focus on um, mitigation strategy, youth engagement, public mobilization, social and political drivers. And so I also wanted to close this little introduction by having us watch a video that was made in conjunction with The Guardian and uh, some other people. So here we go. This is not a drill. My name is Greta Thunberg. We are living in the beginning of a mass extinction. Our climate is breaking down. Children like me are giving up their education to protest. But we can still fix this. You can still fix this. To survive, we need to stop burning fossil fuels. But this alone will not be enough. Lots of solutions are talked about. But what about the solution that is right in front of us? I'll let my friend George explain. There is a magic machine that sucks carbon out of the air, costs very little, and builds itself. It's called a tree. A 
tree is an example of a natural climate solution. Mangroves, peat bogs, jungles, marshes, seabeds, kelp forests, swamps, coral reefs, they take carbon out of the air and lock it away. Nature is a tool we can use to repair our broken climate. These natural climate solutions could make a massive difference. Pretty cool, right? But only if we also leave fossil fuels in the ground. Here's the crazy part. Right now, we are ignoring them. We spend 1,000 times more on global fossil fuel subsidies than on natural-based solutions. Natural climate solutions get just 2% of all the money used on tackling climate breakdown. This is your money. It is your taxes and your savings. Even more crazy, right now when we need nature the most, we're destroying it faster than ever. Up to 200 species are going extinct every single day. Much of the Arctic ice is gone. Most of our wild animals have gone. Much of our soil has gone. So what should we do? What should you do? It's simple. We need to protect, restore and fund. Protect. Tropical forests are being cut down at the rate of 30 football pitches a minute. Where nature is doing something vital, we must protect it. Restore. Much of our planet has been damaged. But nature can regenerate, and we can help ecosystems bounce back. Fund. We need to stop funding things that destroy nature and pay for things that help it. It is that simple. Protect, restore, fund. This can happen everywhere. Many people have already begun using natural climate solutions. We need to do it on a massive scale. You can be part of this. Vote for people who defend nature. Share this video. Talk about this. All around the world, there are amazing movements fighting for nature. Join them. Everything counts. What you do counts. So let's now work with our triangles visualization. Let's link in thought as a soul, as a point of light and love with all those people throughout the world who are working with this triangles meditation group. Let's summon the spiritual will. In the center of the will of God, I stand 
naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Link with the world teacher, standing at the heart of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to the impouring energy of love.
visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the work that will be done by the words as they're poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness and all life forms. from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills.
the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Hello, Ginny. Are you there? Hello? <clears throat> Ginny, I don't hear you. Well, maybe until Ginny is ready to join, um, if there's anybody who has any thoughts or comments on the opportunity of this day at the United Nations and all around the planet to work with the powerful energies pouring in. Um, here's Martha. Hello, Martha. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. First of all, thank you uh, for bringing up what's going on at the UN today at this equinox time. <clears throat> it seems very significant that we would be working in triangles uh, on this work. I was going to offer to just give a little thumbnail sketch of what was happening uh, this morning since I was able to watch the climate uh, summit on the webcast, live webcast. You can do it too at un.web livecast. And the, um, sometimes there's something very um, wholesome 
about noticing the formats for these programs that often these major programs are held in general assemblies or, or trusteeship council that's very formal. And I was taken by the informality of the setting. Um, and uh, Antonio Guterres was sitting in the same kind of a chair that Greta Thun Thun Thunberg was in and the, um, inter the moderator was trying desperately to keep everybody to three minutes, which of course they couldn't. But I wanted, I guess the one thing I wanted to share was is the sense of urgency and the um, tone. It's a, it's a light shift away from even the summer in the high level political forum that everybody is recognizing the crisis. And, and sometimes it feels like maybe they're trying to keep up with Greta uh, she was very angry this morning and she started to cry, but she put herself together and um, she set the tone for a quality of urgency, which translated into a greater sense of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And the other, the other part just was that, is Ginny ready? Is I'm not sure, Ginny. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank, thank you, so Martha. Sorry. Thank you. <clears throat> yes, it's important to hear about what's going on about climate change. And today happens to be the equinox, um, the Liber equinox, a time of restoring balance. And um, that's what I want to share today, too. So greetings, everyone. And I'd like to talk about some of the astrological formulations that really social destiny. In this talk, I want to describe how long-term astrological cycles are impacting our consciousness, affecting each of us personally and humanity as a whole. It's a time of revolution, altering society on a global scale. And we're being prepared for this needed shift. The shift's destiny. But the first thing I want to say is try not to be discouraged. The trials we encounter are teaching us how to be spiritual in new ways. Just as the darkness allows us to see the light, overt demonstrations of materialism in the world today render blatant contrasts to the evolving concurrently. The dark unconscious shadow of the collective human psyche is visible daily in streaming visions of global crisis, conflict, cruelty, injustice. Dark forces are trying to misdirect us and manipulate through fear, creating instability that keeps us overwhelmed and confused. As we're in a process of shifting polarities that will ultimately lead to a resolution of duality. But equilibrium needs to be restored inwardly first. It's always easier to react to the behavior of others than to see the darkness in ourselves. 
So here's our opportunity to fine tune our awareness with greater clarity. That champion honesty and kindness over deceit and selfishness on the spectrum of authenticity. We are responsible for the whole world because we are one, interdependent, and linked, mutually influencing each other by our thoughts. We're also participants on the astral This, we can become more accountable by mentally focusing on peace, brotherhood, morality, and justice. Because visualizing that which ought to be is a form of spiritual activism. In the wake of the upcoming planetary trends, we all need to make our influence felt. The planets Jupiter and Saturn converge and are known to astrologers as planets of social destiny. This combination of energies in politics, business, education, religion, and social norms. We recognize these challenges that define what's modern. Ginny? Yes. Ginny, your, your mic is cutting out a lot, so I'm not sure if you can do anything about that. I'm not sure. And I'm sorry, I have the wrong slide up here. For some reason, I didn't put in the, the proper slide here, so I'm sorry about that. Shall I continue? Yeah. Okay. All right, crucial factors of this trend are emphasized by a greater cycle of Jupiter-Saturn contacts when they occur in the same element for nearly 200 years at a time. The current cycle of social destiny began in Earth signs, primarily influencing human evolution on the physical realm. That cycle began at a Capricorn conjunction in 1842, which inaugurated the Industrial Revolution. This materialistic cycle of might makes right or too big to fail is a system which has become catastrophically out of balance. The Capricorn solstice on December 21st, 2020, brings a new sequence of Jupiter-Saturn contacts in air signs at zero degrees Aquarius, blasting forth the energies that will seed a revolution of cultural consensus. This power to the people paradigm shift is already visible in anti-government demonstrations around the world, as well as movements that demand retribution for generations of abuse and injustice. And we see these important summits about the climate going on as well. Aquarius is a dispassionate mental air sign that champions factual information, science, and the advance of technology. Its energy is electric, vibrating with subtle new ideas, revolutionary, instigating sudden change. We are already witnessing uprisings that demand truth, freedom, 
and equality. People are more likely to unite around urgent causes and ideals in the years ahead, which will gradually diminish historic prejudices over race, religion, ethnicity, and sexual orientation. This is another, even there is another, even more prominent astrological pattern that's gaining influence, the Saturn-Pluto cycle of geopolitical upheaval. This 33-year cycle peaks from December 2019 through January 2012 and promises a time of political breakdown and economic instability. Previous conjunctions saw the collapse of global empires and the rise of new political orders, as in 1914 when World War I was breaking out, and again in 1947 after World War II had ended, leaving J Japan and Germany shattered. Saturn represents and political milestones, destruction, I uh, can't hear you, Ginny. Okay, can you hear? Can you hear this? Yes. Okay. These combined forces expose corruption and abuse of privilege, ultimately demanding drastic change. And of course, supremacy in the class structure. If you watch the news, the drama is everywhere, but I believe there is an upside to all this chaos and disunion. We gather around the practice of triangles to establish the geometry that spiritualizes the center, which we call the race of men. In some degree, we are all aware of our social, our each of us is a shining spark, but together we are a constellation of aspiring world servers. We have a historic opportunity to evolve our unique gifts and collaborate in the reorganization of the human race in its continuing evolution into the kingdom of souls. Confident in our capacity to transform negativity, we invoke the forces of love, light, and power. We are a collective intent on magnetizing the support of the spiritual hierarchy in our quest for an altruistic, safe, and sane civilization. When others are struggling against the disorder, we operate from a sense of meaning and purpose, the purpose which the masters know and serve. We have hope because we trust that there is a plan, and we are steadfast in our commitment to anchoring that plan for universal peace and harmony on earth. Thank you brothers and sisters for stabilizing your mind and heart with the belief that what we do makes a difference. Together we are a unifying force for positive change in a time of traumatic dysfunction. We can affirm that further by our active participation in the new group of World Service Festival Week beginning December 21st to the 28th 
this year and attuning ourselves to the energizing gifts of spiritual power available that week. The fact that we are alive in this epoch when the astrological dynamics indicate a major turning point signifies that we chose to be part of this transformative process and that together we can anchor a vision of renewal for the Aquarian society of the future. Thank you, my friends. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I was I was just uh, thinking about this Saturn Pluto conjunction, specifically in the sign of Capricorn, which is where it's occurring uh, this time around, and thinking back to when it occurred approximately 500 years ago. And it was interesting to note that that was approximately the same time it coincided when um, Nicholas Copernicus was writing his, his thesis about the fact that the Earth was not the center of the solar system, but instead that the sun was. And it was such a huge, huge revolutionary shift moving us towards an age of reason, you know, away from some of the mystical tendencies of the past that I wondered, you know, if since it hasn't happened for 500 years and at that time we weren't even conscious of the existence of the planet Pluto. So I, I just wonder, and also, also Luther's um, nailing of the, his precepts to the door of the church also occurred around the same time. So we can really see how powerful this uh, upcoming alignment can be for our world. This is a series of large cycles converging with smaller ones that are minor triggers preparing for a quake of major transformation. So 2020 will be a pivotal year um, and it will change the trajectory of human consciousness, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think the, the transcript of my talk is available. Yes, thank you. So if anybody so if anybody has any thoughts or comments they can you can either raise your hand and we'll unmute your microphone um, you just click on your name in the participants box or of course you can put a written comment in the chat box Probably a lot of our participants um, are appreciative, I'm sure. Don't always, we don't always have anything to say, but certainly a lot of appreciation. Well, uh, you don't have to be an astrologer to realize that things are changing. That's for Consciousness sure. Consciousness is changing. The world is in and such a, an upheaval. And even more than the astrological interpretation. My message is, <clears throat> don't be discouraged. I'm sure you know people who are afraid and I see people regularly who are worried. Um, I see this as an opportunity and we're working from the inside out and that makes a difference. We know that. 
Yeah, I think most triangles workers are, they believe in the power of goodwill to transform relationships, including planetary relationships. So I think, um, I think we're a generally pretty upbeat group. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like to take a moment just to say hello to my triangle partners that uh, participate in this webinar, and that's Elisa Mendonça from Brazil and Linda Ranelli from Colorado. Um, Clint has a, a comment. Ginny mentioned a time of revolution. Was that supposed to take place this coming December? <laughs> well, I think it's obvious that um, we're already, the world is already in upheaval and people are revolting and demonstrating about a number of things that they feel are urgent concerns. So the revolution has already begun. The stirrings of change are gaining momentum. And I, yes, actually um, what I've studied and what I hear from my teachers is that we really are moving into a time of instability, greater instability. And there probably will be some difficulties in the financial world. So what, what the other countries have done, like Brazil, um, move toward localization and be practical in your affairs. But the breakdown has to happen for the new order to be established. Um, Camille writes, a challenge is clearly before us as we need each other more than ever. Yes. Um, Joe writes, why, as to any views on why the political system is so dysfunctional? <laughs> well, <clears throat> it's, it's hard for us to understand when the group of us who are talking to each other right now hold uh, a place of love collaboration, but you know, we may not be the majority in that uh, approach. There's many people who are focused on greed or strangled by fear and making decisions that are um, based on that. So we're going to see more destabilization, but it doesn't have to affect us inwardly. And I, I hope you can all really take that in. Yes. Well, there's a lot of notes of appreciation and um, Heidi writes, in the cycle of conferences, there is a lot of documentation about what everybody can do for the climate. So yeah, you can go to the, I believe the cycle of conferences is on the World Goodwill page of Lucis Trust's website. So um, it's, a, it's a wonderful initiative that links up subjectively to support uh, the various conferences that are going, taking place around the world. So if you want more information about that, you can go to the website. <clears throat> And so I think it's probably just about time to close, but Ginny, thank you so much for sharing your light with us. And um, thank you very much for participating. 
Thank you, Kathy. Thanks, everybody. So let's just take a moment of silence before we close to link up with all Triangle's partners throughout the world. Thank you. Thank you again, Ginny. Blessings.